You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. Hi, John Michael. Thank you so much for being with me this morning. I appreciate it. And because I know your time is very valuable. Um, Let's start by just telling us a little bit about yourself and your practice. Okay. Yeah. Um, So I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, uh, went to undergrad at Gonzaga, then decided I wanted to change, went to law school back east and uh, originally practiced back in Pennsylvania, New Jersey and was licensed there. Um, then I decided to move back to Montana where I'd gone to high school and practiced there for a while. And originally I was a commercial litigator. And when I got to Montana, there wasn't as much of that. And so kind of by happy accident, I fell into family law and started doing that. And when I moved to Bend, um, I came out here because I have family here and I got in, I, I landed a job working for a family law firm and found that I really liked doing exclusively family law. And so I've been doing that since I've come to Bend. Um, in 2021, I joined a practice here as a partner. Um, we're now Phillips, Trailer, Myers, and Gooden. And um, I'm very happy. I, I have the best partners in the world. They're wonderful, wonderful people. Um, married a wonderful woman here in Bend, and I'm here to stay. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, So I know every divorce is unique and everybody going through it takes a different perspective on it and what emotions and stuff comes through. Um, If you could change anything or give maybe a heads up advice to someone who's starting down that path, what would it be? Yeah, there's a few things I would tell them. Um, First, you know, I think it's important for everybody to be aware that when you get into a divorce or you know, any contentious family law proceeding, um, you know, we've, you have a lot of preconceived notions sometimes about the person that you've been with, the person you married. And I tell a lot of my clients, you need to expect that that person's going to change. Um, they're going to do things that you wouldn't expect. They'll act in certain ways, say things that you would never have predicted. And so I think it's important to, be ready for that. Um, be cautious that that could happen. And because sometimes that catches people off guard and they say, you know, I, I never thought that, you know, my husband or my wife would do something like that. And unfortunately divorce, you know, people do crazy things in divorce, unfortunately. And so I think that that's the first thing to be aware of um, protecting yourself, getting into to divorce, you know, regardless of, you know, whether or not you have joint accounts or separate accounts during a marriage, going into a divorce situation, if you think you're going in that direction, I think it's very important that you have some sort of bank account or financial account that only you can access because that's going to be very important moving forward. Um, the other thing that catches a lot of people off guard deals with records. Uh, they'll be surprised at the amount of discovery or requests that come through discovery proceedings. So I encourage people and my paralegal will tell people from the get-go, 
You know, we need tax returns. We need bank statements, credit card statements, all those fun things. And sometimes it's, you know, you're caught up in the emotions. You're not thinking about that, but those are materials that are really important for your attorney to have. And so it's good. You know, sometimes people just say, here, take it all. I don't want to think about it. And that's fine. But you, you need to make sure you get gather as much of that material as you can um, ahead of time. And that can really help save you money and time by having those materials ready for your attorney to look at. Um, yeah. Great. Great advice. Um, having gone through it, I know that that's, it, it is, it's a lot that you have to gather and, and kind of be responsible for. So thank you. Um, and I can only imagine that it's a benefit to have a great divorce team. Um, so what do you recommend as far as what to look for when someone is picking an attorney? Well, I think like the basis of any great relationship, you need to make sure that there's trust and respect. And I tell people, go with your gut. I mean, every every attorney is different. I am the first one to say that I, I'm not necessarily the right attorney for every person. And there are other attorneys out there that I'm probably better suited for certain clients than they are. So it's it, it, you really need to find a good fit with your attorney and find somebody who you feel comfortable with, where you get that gut feeling that says, okay, I can trust this person. Um, a lot of times my, my partners and I often laugh at one of the questions that comes up from time to time is people will say, well, what's your win rate? You know, how often do you win? And I, it's, I tell people it's kind of an impossible question to answer in divorce cases because yes, once in a while you get a case where you, you feel like, yeah, I won that. But a lot of times you'll settle a case and one party may be saying, I I care more about my retirement. That's my, that's everything that's important to me. And the other party is saying, I really care about spousal support. And that's all that that's my most important thing going forward. And you, they'll come to an agreement where one party gets the spousal support they want. The other person gets the retirement they want who wins in that situation, right? Both people win. And so that's, I, I think, uh, not necessarily the best question to ask your attorney. I would ask instead, you know, what's your style of practice? Um, what's, how are you gonna approach my case? What are, what are you gonna do um, in regard to trial? Are we gonna go to mediation? Things like that. Sometimes people have, I think it miss, uh, they'll have a perception that an attorney who wants to go straight to trial and fight it out is a, a bulldog, and that's the best attorney they're going to have. Trial is pretty miserable. It's expensive. It's emotionally aggravating for people. And I tend to steer people first towards mediation. And it's not because I think that that um, makes me weak as a practitioner or makes them weak for wanting to do it. I think it's trying to save my client money and trying to save them that emotional headache that they're going to have going into trial. I think really the only people that win going to trial typically are the attorneys. Um, and so I personally advocate for mediation as much as possible. And so that's one question I would ask is if you go to somebody and they say, no, I don't want to do mediation. I want to go straight to trial. That's a bit of a red flag for me. Um, there are cases where I've said to people, I don't think mediation is appropriate. We're going to need to take this to court. But those cases for me are, are rather rare. Um, I think also when it comes to talking about trial, if an attorney tells you I've never lost a case, uh, I've never lost a case of trial, they're probably either lying or they've never been to trial. Um, one of my partners tells the story about a 
DUI attorney in his hometown who advertised that he had never lost a case of trial. And it's because the attorney had settled every DUI case for his clients that had never gone to trial. And so, which may not necessarily have been the best thing for all his clients. So again, you would really want to be careful about, you know, if people are talking in those hyperboles as you're, you know, interviewing your attorney, and it is an interview, you know, when you're consulting with somebody, I would be very cautious about going with somebody like that. Thanks for that perspective. But just kind of a follow-up question. Do you think that there is a perfect time? I know perfect's a big word, but a perfect time or the best time to kind of start talking to a lawyer, um, you know, whether as soon as possible or wait till certain steps have been taken? I think, again, that's, that's you know, kind of going back to when I said, trust your gut. I think you need to ask yourself, you know, do I really feel that this marriage is beyond repair? Um, you know, sometimes people will come to me and they'll ask for a legal separation. They say, well, I, I still want to maybe work things out. And I tell them, you shouldn't be talking to me. You should be talking to a marriage counselor. And if you really want to repair your marriage, work on repairing your marriage. Don't talk, you know, I, it's fine to talk to me, but I think the better person to be talking to is, you know, um, a therapist or a spiritual counselor, whoever is going to help you through that process. But you need to be working with your spouse to try and repair the marriage, not, you know, uh, going, not trying to break apart a marriage that you want to save. Um, if you get to the point where you say, you know, I, I can no longer reconcile with this person, I need to get out, or I know I need to get out at some point, that's the time I think to come talk to an attorney. Great. Thank you. Um, so do you have a memorable case, um, one that you've worked on that has impacted you that you can share with us? There are so many. Um, and, you know, I have a lot of fun little stories from different cases, but I, I'll, I'll share with you, I guess, a, um, a positive one and then more of a negative one. Um, I had an experience once where I was not very confident about the case. Um, we hired a, a custody evaluator. It was a new custody. It was a custody evaluator I'd never used. They were pretty new to the area advertised as being relatively cheap and we were my clients didn't have a lot of money so we thought okay let's try it it didn't go well for my clients in the evaluation um but we went to trial i was able to really rip apart the evaluation and um the other side was doing a lot of mudslinging and i thought what was impressive about my client is that despite the amount of um the the attacks and the amount of you know nasty accusations that are being thrown at them they really held up to it and i thought she did a great job you know maintaining her composure and taking the high road and i really encouraged her to do that and i was very proud of my client and her family for supporting her in doing that and in the end she managed to keep custody um we won it was as i said a very contentious case but that was one of those cases where it really um, solidified for me the advice that I give people, which is take the high road. I, I think, you know, getting down and playing in the mud, so to speak, is not the way to go. And she decided to really fight her case with integrity. And I think the judge really saw through the arguments and saw that this is a good person who 
cares about our kids and is respectful of her ex. And um, I was very proud of my client in that situation. Um, another case I had that I would say did not, uh, that was a little more interesting was um, we were in mediation and it spilled over to a second day mediation. And this was a case that involved millions of dollars of assets. Um, it was a, a pretty large estate. And when we're talking multi-million, <laughs> multi-million dollar estate and second day of mediation, my the night before the second day of mediation, my client announces that she's going to go on a road trip with her boyfriend. And I'm, I tell her, you know, you, I think you need to stay where you are and we need to finish this mediation. She said, Oh, I'll just do it from the road. And uh, of course service went in and out. And in the end, the judge and I, the judge was doing mediation with us. We had to convince her to pull over just so we could put the case on the record. Um, and so I bring that case up to say, uh, you really need to prioritize your divorce proceedings. Um, really, listen to your attorney and especially if the mediator is telling you you might want to do, follow your attorney's advice that's probably a sign that you really need to follow your attorney's advice so um don't go on a road trip out of cell service the day you have an important mediation so <laughs> <laughs> absolutely kind of a waste of time for everyone in that in that respect yeah <laughs> well, thank you. Those, you know, it's interesting. I'm sure you see lots of different sides of people and, um, you know, you, you help people when they're in such a fog. Um, I know from experience, um, anything you want to leave us with? Um, no, I, 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 well, I guess the last thing I would say is, you know, it's divorce is ugly. It's tough. I'm, you know, I'm happily married, but I'm divorced myself. I know that it can be a rough experience. I would say as somebody who's been through it, and I'm sure you would say the same, that there is light on the other side. And, you know, as tough as it may seem when you're in it, it's important to remember that, you know, divorce will end at some point. These cases can go on for a very long time, but eventually it's going to end and you'll be divorced and you get to start a new life. The other thing I would say, is all you know in one case at the very end my client said to me i'm so glad i never have to see that jerk again and they had kids and young children and i said to her you know that's not quite true your kids may get married your kids may you know have children and have baptisms or other family functions and you may have to show up and see your spouse at those things and so i would say be as civil as you can because the ramifications can carry on. And, you know, as I said earlier about that case where my client took the high road, I I think you need to be civil, try and take that high road because there could be ramifications for you down the road. And especially if you have kids, you're forever tied to that person, whether you like it or not. So. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much. Again, I appreciate your time um, being with us today and um, have a wonderful day. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.